hops, hops, hops. Hoppity hop, hop. Hops in my belly, <coughs> hops in my beer. It's my audio middle finger to lick this. Beers and bitters, bitters and beers. Most melons. Unique New York. Unique New York. Lucas Sellers. This sliced pork is so hot right now. Kevin Rock. Alex, put your pants back on. Welcome to episode 11 of Sauced on Beer, Bourbon, and Barbecue. I'm your host, Kevin, joined here by Alex tonight. Hey, everyone. How's it going? And this is a show we've kind of had in the making for a while. Um, we talked about doing a reflection show, which you can probably see by the title of this show. This is the reflection of 2017, our goals of 2018. Um, we, we had this idea probably November to do this show and we were going to record it. We got done with our beer, our Christmas beer episode and then something exciting happened. Alex. I had a baby. You had a baby. Well, my wife had a baby and I was there. Oh, so you continue on, introduce us. So we had our, our first, this is our first baby, um, a girl, first daughter, Eleanor May. Um, she was, what do people normally say, seven pounds, ten ounces. I don't actually know the inches. I just realized that now that I'm yeah. going through the list of what people normally say. When um, was she born? She was born December 15th at 2.57 a.m. It's a nice long 22-hour labor i'm doing air quotes because most of it was pretty straightforward and we were just chilling out in the room so and you missed star wars for this by the I way i did i chose to not go to star wars which um opened that night good um, you're welcome eleanor good choice <laughs> i know i gave you such crap about just you go you'll be just fine kidding. which by the way we could have went we with the have. amount of time your wife was we, in labor. We could have, and I would have gotten back with plenty of time, but yes. my wife would still be mad at me. This is true. Um, so I think I made the right choice, and I got to see it not too long after that. So win-win. Well, congratulations. Thank you. So that kind of put us on hold, and then Christmas came, and then it got bitterly cold here in St. Louis uh, yeah. for a week, and you had two weddings I was off work and was enjoying hanging out with my kid. And Nate came through. And hopefully you listened to the last episode with Nate and our high-proof bourbons. Um, and then all of a sudden, it's 2018. Man. 
and we realized that we hadn't recorded this episode. So we're trying to get done the first weekend of January, so it's going to be a little bit late, but hopefully you'll still enjoy it. We were just taking the time to properly collect our thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. We had to reflect. 2017 was a huge year for us. It was a giant year. It was an exciting year. I think probably one of the best years. Yeah. We both had kids. We both became dads. Man. Man, we're old. We are old. So you've probably, you're tired of us listening, talking about non-bourbon barbecue or beer Beer. things. Yes. So we're going to move on. And we have a very exciting, quick little thing that we're going to do. Uh, Probably, I don't even know. Was it November? October. It was end of October, early November. Yeah. I got in contact with uh, a guy on Instagram. Um, And I've known... I was friends with him on Instagram for a while. um, And he messaged me. And he's like, hey, you know, Kevin, I really like your show and all that kind of stuff. Um, I've got a bottle of Elmer T. Lee for you. And I thought, okay, you know, that's cool. Like, how much is it going to cost me? I was expecting to pay like 40 to $60 for it, you know, because other places besides St. Louis, it's not 95 to $110, you know, which I was okay with. And he's like, no, I'm just going to send it to you and I'll send you some samples too. And I was like, this is awesome. And I kind of kept talking to him. I found out his name's Blake. He lives up in Michigan. He's a super cool guy. Um, one of the nicest guys you'll meet. You and I got to talk on the phone with him. Got to hear what he thought of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Blake, we want to say thank you. We finally have gotten together tonight to where we could open this bottle. Yeah, sorry it took so long. But we want to do it right. Like, I just didn't want to rush it and, you know. I feel like this is the bottle for us to celebrate. The year? The end of the, yeah, 2017. And to start our bourbon journey of 2018, or I guess not just our bourbon, but our bourbon, beer, and barbecue journey of 2018. I felt I felt like this is the perfect bottle. I agree because it's a great bottle, a single barrel. Um, it comes from Buffalo I don't Trace. know about you, but I would say probably our, our oh. one of our favorite distilleries, yeah, Buffalo, Buffalo Trace. Trace. Spoilers, Buffalo Trace, which um, was. And I'll talk about this a little bit more later, but first distillery I ever toured. The first one I ever toured as well. It's got some of my favorites there. Um, we'll get into that in a yeah, little bit in the yeah. reflection. But, Blake, we cannot say thank you enough. Um, I mean, for you sending that to us, it was a huge, unexpected gift, and we appreciate it. So, I've given Alex the honor of popping the cork, and we will pour some. Go ahead, Alex. Ooh, that was beautiful. All right, Alex. That's what do you smell? Good. Well, let's get a port first. Ooh, but that's a great scent right out of the bottle. I just, I love anything I open from oh, Buffalo yeah. Trace. Like, I think that their <laughs> Buffalo Trace bottle smells fantastic. Their Eagle Rare bottle, pour some. Stop smelling it. <laughs> pour some. I'm just, I'm, I'm taking it back a little bit because lately, as a, whenever I've opened new bottles over the last couple of months, there's. A lot of heat. There's a lot of alcohol. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of alcohol right off the bat, um, and it usually takes a little bit to air out to get that flavor. But this one doesn't have that. It just smells like good solid bourbon. I'm excited. I am too. 
This is a bottle I've wanted for a very, very long time. In the year and a half I've drank bourbon. Um, I'm really excited about this. Thank you, sir. Um, so just kind of to go a little bit over it, just so people know if you've never had uh, Elmer Teeley. Elmer Teeley is a single barrel bottle. Um, it's a sour mash made from mash bill number two at Buffalo Trace. Uh, that means it's got somewhere between 12 to 15% rye. Buffalo Trace keeps all their mash bills locked up, top secret. We know which bourbons come from, you know, different mash bill one, mash bill two, or their weeder line. Um, a little bit of background on Elmer T. Lee, uh, for those of you who would like to know. He is the distiller at Buffalo Trace who first released Blanton's, the single barrel, um, in 84 he did that and then 85 he retired and they honored him with a bourbon named after him um and he was kind of their brand ambassador all the way up till he passed away in 2013 at 94 um so i'm hoping that drinking bourbon helps you stay alive a lot longer alex you've smelled it now i have not smelled it so talk about what you're smelling it's delicious smelling i haven't tried it yet so yeah, give us your nose review. It's definitely very sweet. Very, okay. very sweet. Um, sweeter than I expected it to be, given that it's... Um, well, I thought that you said their number two mash bill was one of their higher rye mash it is. bills. It is. Um, and you said it's the same mash bill that Blanton's comes from? Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah, this... Um, I know this just goes to show something we've talked about a lot, how even though we've got the same mash bills and other bourbon that we've had before, it already smells so different. And that just yeah. goes to the aging, the barrel, the position, just well, so much. And I think Buffalo Trace does a good job of um, experimenting with mm-hmm. even just where in a rick house. Well, and Blanton's comes from that metal rick house. This okay. is from an actual like limestone rick house and all that kind of stuff. So that's going to change a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of factors. And that's just that's just interesting yeah. since it's the same liquid going into the same barrel. It's just aged in a different place, and so nose. Mm-hmm. Again, very sweet. So heavy caramel, heavy sugar. It definitely smells deeper, darker. Getting a lot of honey, mm-hmm. maple, and vanilla. A very strong vanilla smell in mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's definitely not. It's not strong. Like it's not like a normal Buffalo Trace smell. Would you agree? Like if we go over there, open up the bottle of Buffalo Trace. Like it's got a distinct oak smell. Yes. that's Buffalo Trace. Yes, this does not. This have does that. not have that. Like normally, they'll tell you when you when you smell whiskey, when you nose it, you're breathing more through your mouth than through your nose. Like I don't even really have to do that with this. Alex, don't drink it. Okay, just pour it in my cup. Okay, and let me have it. That sounds I'll, fair. You know, I, I can't put you through this. I'll just give you my glass. This is amazing. First sip. Not very hot. It's 90 proof. Um, no age statement on it, as most of Buffalo Trace's things are now. Um, I mean, I guess Blanton's has an age statement, and Eagle Rare does, but oh my goodness, it's so good. Oh, man. It's like fireworks going off in my mouth. Oh. Um, when you get to hear the, uh, or if you listen to the last podcast, I was so excited about trying the Elmer T. Lee Barrel Proof, and... I still like the Elmer T. Barrel Proof a lot more than this because it's just it's so good. It's such a unique taste. Hmm. But this is, like, amazing. I 
I think that it, I mean, just the color on it, the smell, the taste. Um, oh, it's so good. And I'm going to have to go and find a uh, sort of barrel proof because I can't imagine how you like something more than this. Like, this is one of the best ones I've had good. in a long time. A long time. Um, and I've had some good stuff lately. Yeah, we, we've done some bourbon hunting and we'll kind of talk about that in our reflection in a minute but mm -hmm. blake we cannot thank you enough oh yeah um this is probably one of the coolest gifts we've ever gotten um this will be a bottle that i am going to cherish for a long time i'm gonna keep it as full as i can <laughs> while enjoying it so alex if you'd like to try some more of it it'll cost you we'll say twenty dollars a pour that's fair for two ounces yeah, I can't get over that because literally the last four or five bottles that I've had fresh out of the bottle the night that I opened them, I I didn't like them as much. They needed air. They needed time. Right. This is the first bottle I've had in a long time that was just great right off the bat. This is fantastic. I'm, I mean, I cannot. It's so smooth. It's well worth the hype. Mm -hmm. And I know it's, you know, it's 90 proof, so it's not going to be as right. hot as some others, but even even for that um it's very smooth it's very yes. um it's comforting yeah it's it's very it's like water almost it's yes. just cool and light in your mouth it's refreshing and i and it's hard i think for some bourbons to be refreshing yeah i know what you mean cuz it really is just yeah i don't know how to describe it right in this moment i'm i'm lacking the words but i, I know it's exactly just your excitement uh, yeah that must be it and maybe it's the whiskey, too. I don't know. <laughs> so let's start our review. 2017, big year for us. Um, I think probably one of my favorite years. I mean, except for the year I got a bike. Um, <laughs> I can't move on from that. I, I just wanted to see your reaction to I got, that. <laughs> well, I, was, I stopped, and my immediate thought, for whatever reason, was motorcycle. And No, I'm talking about my blue... Schwinn rocket. Well, that's what I realized because I'm like, you've not never in the time that I've known you had a motorcycle in. And what time period before then that you could drive would you have had a motorcycle? I just, I went off in my head. Because clearly that was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Alex, would you like to get us started on our magical review of 2017? Yeah, because you just keep stumping me for some reason. Um, Is it baby brain? I, you know what? Let's let's blame that. She's been sleeping pretty good, but it's still a different level of life. Having you're kids. no longer just looking out for you or Anna. Now it's you, Anna, and this child who cannot take care of anything it, on their it's own. It's true. It's something that constantly has to be on your mind. Yes. Even when she's down and asleep, it was funny today. I was um, she was asleep in her swing in the other room. Um, and I was reading uh, one of my new favorite books, um, Aaron Franklin's uh, Meet Smoking Manifesto. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. But I, I forgot that she was there. And I heard a little squeak, and I thought it was the dog. I'm like, oh, no, wait, that's the baby. <laughs> she was fine. She was just crying. But it's probably the first time since we've had her that I've forgotten that there was another person there. Yeah. It's a weird feeling. It is. So... Alex? Yes, the the year, 2017. Man, like you've been saying, huge year. Um, some of my biggest highlights um, on my bourbon journey especially, uh, I toured my first distillery, 
when we went down to but do not just one several yes um what i like to dub um kevin's bourbon trail Ooh, um, that's exciting can you tell us more <laughs> <laughs> um it wasn't the official bourbon trail but we hit most of the distilleries that are on the bourbon trail so i don't i don't think See. anyone will knock me for saying that i was on the bourbon trail Evan Williams' experience, which mm-hmm. was incredible. It was great. It was really Buffalo cool. Buffalo Trace, which is not even on the Bourbon Trail. Is it not? No. Uh, Makers. What a shame. Uh, Four Roses. Uh, Woodford. That was right. That was good. Uh, Hartfield & Co. That was a small craft distiller where you got wasted drunk. That was at the end of a long day. Um, Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Where we met a very interesting man. I think we need to do a whole show on that. It was a very... In, in a lot of ways, Yellowstone was one of my favorites. Yeah. Just because it was so small. Because it's that craft distillery. It's yeah. A, but it made... And no knock in any way to craft distilleries. Because the craft movement in general, I think, is amazing. Very much support that, um, especially all the craft brews. St. Louis, obviously, oh, being yeah. a huge craft brew um, market. But my experience in craft distilleries so far has not been amazing. So I see Jim Beam Urban House. That's the other one. Well, we we did their tasting experience, but see, we did the Urban Still House. Sorry, I, I was trying to go through everywhere. I don't else remember doing that anyway. You were so, so drunk. <laughs> it 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 had that that craft feel. They were they were a small operation, but doing good work at a high quality. They loved what they were doing. It was it was neat, and their bourbon's delicious. Yeah, yeah. We have a bottle of it. Um, I think that was my first. Well, no, my second craft distillery bottle. Um, my Hartfield and Co. bottle, which is a good craft distillery. Their old fashioned was incredible. It was amazing. That was such a good trip. It was great. So, yeah, that it was really my first, you know, I'd say maybe six months before then was when I really was first introduced by you, Kevin, mm-hmm. to bourbon and drinking it and learning about it. But that was my first real big dive into the vast, vast bourbon ocean. So you said Buffalo Trace, obviously, was one of your favorites. Mm-hmm. Anybody else stand out on that trip? Um, they were all great. Um, the two others that stand out, uh, one is Maker's Mark, right? which is probably one of the coolest places just because it's in the middle of nowhere and it's kind of a trek to get there, uh, but it's totally worth it. Right. We've talked about it before. Murder yeah. capital of the world, mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah, yeah. But it's beautiful campus, great product. They're doing something. Good and unique and straightforward. They they make what they make and that's what they make and it's good they have and they love three it. Three really good bourbons mm-hmm. and, and that's what they got. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Woodford Reserve, their facility was just beautiful. Oh yeah. Um, very classy, stone, clean. Yes. Kentucky. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Um, and then their tour was fun. Also, oh, yeah. it was very informative yeah. and they make some great bourbon. Excuse me. Are you doing all right over there? I'm, I'm you getting choked up I'm on the Selmer tea leaf? I, I am. So I'll go with one of mine, and we'll kind of jump back and forth. How yeah, about? go for it. So doing a lot of reflection, I think the biggest thing is 
starting the Beer Bourbon Barbecue Instagram account. Um, coming up on one year in about a week and a half. I would have never have thought that it would have taken off kind of like it do- did. Um, what was your? What did you think would happen when you started? What was your goal? I thought you and Lucas would follow me. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't even sure Lucas would want to keep following me after a while. <laughs> um, I had no idea. You didn't even tell me about it right away. I know, because I was nervous. <laughs> um, I had no idea what it was going to lead to. I was just going to post pictures of three things that I liked um, and see where it kind of took us and all that kind of stuff. I'd, I mean, it just, it, I cannot be more proud of what we've done. Um, it's awesome. Um, I mean, we're up to over a thousand followers. I've made some amazing connections with people. Um, I've met some pretty awesome people like Blake, uh, Jake up in Michigan, um, uh, Chris, uh, the barbecue guy. Uh, I mean, that's just three that I can think of off the top of my head, but there's just so many people that John, Zeke, uh, Will, the Grease, Steve Akeley, um, I mean, those are just the ones I can think of right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I've been um, blown away by the community around beer, bourbon, barbecue. Um, just kind of, I feel like sometimes just piggybacking off your journey. It's been so neat seeing the people that you've gotten to meet and just how excited and um, generous and fun everyone has been they they just love sharing it they love sharing knowledge of their stuff yeah it's it's so refreshing because Mm -hmm. i feel like so often when you talk about stuff with strangers you get opinions that are harsh and it's hard to connect without feeling like there's some sort of agenda or people can feel in general selfish which we've all been there we've all experienced that but you know i i Again, just so surprised and taken aback and refreshed at just how every single person that we've talked to and interacted with has just been just as excited, if not more, than we are about what this is and so willing to share what they know and share what they love and they want people to be a part of it. I think the nice part, too, is, you know, social media gets such a negative connotation with politics now and with society views and all that kind of stuff and if you don't agree with somebody, you're wrong. Like, nobody wants to just have open opinions and all that kind of stuff. Like, I mean, everybody's against everybody. And I feel like the bourbon community, the beer community, and the barbecue community on Instagram is just, we can all talk about something we like, you know, and I think that's really cool. So I think that's definitely a huge thing that I've kind of really reflected on this year. It's been awesome. Okay, enough sentimental. Keep going, Alex. <laughs> um, so another big thing for me that I'm especially excited about right now is learning more about real barbecue. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I talked a bit about this before in a previous podcast, but coming into this year, and honestly, even up into the last two months, I had no good conception of what barbecue actually was. Right. I thought any sort of 
if you're not cooking in the kitchen, you're cooking outside, it's barbecue. If you're grilling, if you're smoking, and honestly, I didn't even know what that meant. I, I guess I just thought it was grilling. Or mm-hmm. if you had people around a picnic table, that was a barbecue. And while that's true, actual barbecue um, is so much more than that. Right. And honestly, I, I wasn't expecting it, but it, it kind of took me um, like bourbon did, just how, you know, whiskey, bourbon, I used to think it was just this high alcohol content drink that people drink. Yeah for social status or to get drunk and there wasn't much to it and you know i knew nothing about it and then i i learned about the depth and the complexity and actually had good stuff and learned how to appreciate it and there was just so much to it and and the same is true um for barbecue and actually smoking meat you know Mm -hmm. it takes depending on what you're smoking hours hours of your day right and while it's so simple um it's just meat smoke and fire it's so complicated at the same time because all these little variables play into um, getting a good piece of meat. And there's so many different ways to do it. Um, It's just really neat. And so learning more about that um, has been a lot of fun, actually getting to try good barbecue, um, courtesy of uh, your friend Brad. Yeah, I think back Uh, to that episode. I mean, I think we did that episode on Sugar Fire. That was like our second episode, our third episode. mm -hmm. Then we had the episode with Brad. and just to hear how much you've grown, how much I've grown, like with the barbecuing and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's amazing how much is out there. Oh, yeah. Like that that episode that day, his um, the beef ribs that he brought for the us. The brontosaurus oh, ribs. Yeah. They were huge. I think that really was like legitimately the first time I had a good, unsauced, unadded piece of smoked meat. It was delicious. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting it. Um, and since then, you know, I bought my first smoker. Well, I got it for Christmas. Um, and, and even that community is really cool. I've been online, um, on YouTube, looking up ways to make it more efficient because mm-hmm. you can't afford this giant monstrous expensive thing. But there's so many videos and articles about people also wanting to share their knowledge and right. their experiences on how to make it easier, or more enjoyable. Did you like my suggestions on how to fill the holes in your barbecue pit? I thought they were great. I'm sorry, your smoker. And, and you know, no offense to you, I did not try them. Um, we should I, probably I, say what they were. Well, so what you, I remember off the top of my head, uh, wood paste. Wood glue. Wood glue. Yes. Silly putty. Yes. Um, I don't remember what the other one was. I feel like there was one more. There was. It was probably a glue stick. Who knows? It probably was. I don't remember. Go you to Alex's kids. Instagram page. It's Look on there. there. Uh, fortunately, by the time I checked it, Brad had also responded with a suggestion. And, a serious suggestion. And so I, I just went straight to that one. And yeah. so far, that's been great. Cool. Um, so, yeah, big highlight of the year. Um, that's probably, of of all our fun topics, the thing I will be diving into the most this year. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, for me, another reflection of 2017 really getting into stouts and porters. Um, when we started this, I was not a big fan of stouts and porters. Just, they were beer, you know, like, and I, I, I like my lagers. I like my light beers, all that kind of stuff. I like I like this, not as rich flavors, the more summery spring, I guess, is that kind of, 
early fall. Not a big fan of winter beers. I know uh, what you mean. Yeah. 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 And this year I've really dived into them, really just started analyzing what makes a porter a porter, a stout a stout, you know. I think maybe it helped a little bit. I kind of started getting into coffee more. And I think that kind of helped me enjoy those a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, still completely against IPAs. <laughs> um, that episode still haunts me to this day. That it's was, hard to blame you. That was a terrible episode. It sounded rough. It was I'm kind terrible. of glad I missed it. I'm sad I missed it, but I'm glad I missed it. Um, that was just awful. So I guess enjoying those two things are my... I mean, that that's just something really cool that I really want to dive more into, try a bunch more, um, and go from there. So, something else from the year we kind of wanted to highlight. Yeah. Um, get, a, get a little more specific and talk about um, our favorite bourbons from the year. Um, and really, we could say bourbons and beers, too. Because I've got a beer I'm going to throw out there. Okay. No, I'm not prepared with the beer. I've had a lot of think good ones. Think about it. You can think uh, about it. I'll think it. about it. There's been a lot of good ones. Because I feel like we can't just leave, you know, beer hanging out there. I mean, we've got a list of bourbons here. I think we need to That's at least true. think of a beer that we've tried. So, and, you know, since it's now fresh in my mind, I will, I'll start with that. Um, uh, I'll just say one because it's what came to my mind immediately. Um, we've got a great craft brewery here, um, Urban Chestnut in St. Louis. All of their stuff that I've had has been great. Mm-hmm. My favorite um, offering from them is their winged nut. Mm. I believe it's an ale. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think so. I think this you're is right. impromptu, so I'm, I'm not going to look Sorry. it up. Um, it's um, didn't mean to throw you off. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's just got a real. It's it's a dark lighter beer. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's got a great color. It's a very it almost looks like bourbon, a very dark amber color. It's a great flavor, a good nutty, weedy, really tasty, mm-hmm. really good. One of my favorites. Um, yeah, they've got a lot of great stuff. Oh, yeah. If yeah. you have a chance to try it, try it. It's a little a little more expensive. Um, but you get a Euro pint, so it's a 16-ounce pint. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's worth it. If if you're not looking, if you're looking for quality over quantity, go with them. They've got a lot of great stuff. So I have two beers for this year. Uh, the first one I actually got a bottle of it for Christmas. It is Passport to Russia. Okay, it's from the Mark Twain Brewery in Hannibal, Missouri. It is a imperial stout that was done in bourbon barrels. Um. Lucky for you, Alex. And I'm going to save it because I'm going to save it till when Lucas gets back. Cause, which we didn't mention, by the way. Lucas has a show tonight. He was planning on being here to record and then texted us a couple days ago and said, Oh, I forgot I have a show tonight. So he's missing out. Crazy um, Lucas. I know. He's so he's so famous. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to save it. We'll pop it open when they get here, or That's when he fine. gets here, to enjoy. Um, it's, I believe, done in some old Four Roses barrels. Um, An Imperial Satin Four Roses. Yeah. That's an interesting combination. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Uh, I want to talk about So we'll about dive that into that yeah. more. We'll, we'll talk dive about into that more later. More. Okay. 
the second beer that I really enjoyed this year was the one we had at West Six in uh, Lexington, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. The Tall Grass Lemon Wheat yes. beer, I think, is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, I could just say anything from them. Yeah, they have some. They great stuff. had such good stuff. Um, we went on a tour there, actually, on the bourbon trip. I was gonna say, let's let's give a shout out to them. That that yeah. wasn't a distillery. No, it was a craft it was, brewery. Uh, it was really cool. The stuff that they do there is really neat. I think that's what fired us up to uh, decide we wanted to make our own brewery. Oh yeah, and I think that was a month and a half process of like us wanting to do it <laughs> until we realized that it was stupid and it was stupid. It's it's still on my list yeah. of things to try someday we'll get to that in a minute (laughs) all right so those are our beers what is your bourbon list so we decided to do a a top five in no particular order right um this isn't necessarily the five bourbons i would tell you to go and buy how's your bourbon doing over there by the way um i'm almost out should we should we pour some more before we get started again not of the Elmer Teeley. Right. We want to say I don't that. Want, I, don't want, I don't want to get that. But I feel if we're talking bourbon, we need to open up a bourbon. I agree. Let's do that. So, sorry. we keep inter- I keep interrupting you tonight. But at least it's good things. It's fine. It's, it's, a, loose, it's a loose show. That's on, my, that's on my goals for 2018. If I'm going to mention one of those is not to interrupt you as much. To and, tighten your yes, tighten tighten your mouth. mouth. That. Um, I'm going to pour you something I'm very excited about. I tried it with Nate. Uh, in our last show, it's the Bell Mead single barrel bourbon. Um, again, it's uh, 103.4 proof. Uh, it is from Nelson Greenbrier Distillery out of. Oh, holy crap, that's a big pour. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> There's so much in that glass. Well, you we know. need to split that up. No, I'll be fine. <laughs> Pour yourself some bourbon. Um, uh, it's out of Nashville, Tennessee. It's fantastic. I love I'm it. I'm excited to try it. Don't pour as much as I did. I won't. I promise. I won't make it home if I do. No. I, I do want to say one last thing about the Elmer T. Lee. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, no, you're fine. We weren't, we weren't on there. Well, Before we move on, though, the last couple of sips that I had... Um, which I didn't get in the initial tasting. It had a good um, oaky taste. Yeah. And a lot of the bourbons that I've had lately, not all of them, lately, when I get an oaky taste from them, I haven't enjoyed it a ton. It tastes more like this was sitting in a container made of wood than this is infused with oak flavor, if that makes sense. Which bourbon have you tried lately? Just so that people have an idea of what you're commenting on well i haven't been more specific one because i can't name one specific off the top of my head and to not poo poo on any of them honestly the the last couple bottles that i've bought and really dived into lately have been on the cheaper side yeah which you'll get into sure um um but yeah you can tell it at least in my opinion on younger bottles you do get more of a a woody an, an undesirable woody flavor and again my opinion. Other yep. people will probably like that, and that's totally fine. Uh, but this one, the oak taste that I'm getting on this sips is, is really good. Was it your bottle of Bullet Tenure? 
Not as much. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. What was the other one um, just finished off? The Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond. Yeah. Um, Evan Williams Bottled and Bond. Hey, you probably got off the Evan Williams a lot. Those that are, Heaven are Hill similar is a bottles. good, good, good bottle. That's a healthy pour. That's a good pour. All right. Give us your list. So, again, my my top five for the year, not necessarily my shopping list, um, but all for different reasons. In no particular order, starting off with the uh, Woodford Double Oaked. Mm-hmm. Um, recently got a bottle. Haven't had a ton of it except for the initial opening. And as much as I like it, honestly, even that one is one where I think it it's going to need to air a little bit first because um, the initial taste was a lot of woody alcohol. Um, but when we had it on initially on the tour in March, that was really the first one because back then I still wasn't really good at tasting bourbon. Right. And by that I really mean just kind of detecting all the nuances and flavors in it. But that was probably the first one where I really started to pick out flavors. Right. It was a very um, desserty, like dark brown sugar chocolate perfect um i mean it's a perfect after dinner yes bourbon Mm -hmm. um and so that uh, i have that on the list one because it's really good right um and because that that was my first real experience of like being able to say okay i i'm drinking this and i get these flavors out of it and and that was cool yeah um because it, it really did take a while and um i i feel like you really do have to get there before you can really appreciate bourbon because a lot of people that I've seen try bourbon since then for the first time, I, I can tell they just don't get it. They're like, why do you why do you like this? <laughs> My family especially. <laughs> they don't get it. And I didn't either at first. It, it took a good four or five months of trying and really trying before I, I got it. Um, so I actually opened that bottle up for Nate to try last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually gave him a sample to take with him. Um, and I have not had any of it yet. I was actually going to leave it on my shelf. I got a bottle for Christmas as well. Um, and I was just going to leave it on my shelf, uh, try it again. This is going to knock your socks off just by by the way. This, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. Um, and I've actually let it sit over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll probably dive into it. I've got too many good bottles open right now. Um, I'll dive into it probably late January. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see. Because I, I remember distinctly how it tasted. Mm-hmm. To see if it's more like that, yeah. Um, as the air kind of gets to it, were you getting the same sort of thing when you opened it at first? That the I aroma was very oaky. Okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't actually try any of it because okay. Nate was leaving, and I was like, "Hey, try take some of this with you." Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I needed to repay him for all the amazing bourbons he brought. Yeah, he brought some good stuff. Um. um yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see. For sure. We'll we'll definitely taste that. Oh yeah. In the upcoming months. Real soon. Real soon. So that was great. Um, next one on my list is Evan Williams Bottled and Bond. Okay. And even though I just kind of talked down about it a right. little bit, I, I still love but the bottle. But it's also 12 bucks a bottle. Exactly. One of the reasons it's on my list because of um, how economical it is. Um, and for the price, it's pretty good. Um, and it's a Bottled and Bond, which we've talked and talked and talked about that. So I'm going to let that go for a while. Um but there's a a lot of quality just inherent in any bottled and bond product, yeah. not just bourbon. Um, and for the price, it's really good. And also, um, because of the higher proof, it's great in old fashions, 
in any cocktail, I'm sure. It holds the flavor well, so it's a good cheap bottle. I recommend that one a lot for people who are looking for a good cheap bottle. So next on my list, and and this probably is one of my favorites, and if you do have a chance, I would say buy this, is Eagle Rare. Oh, my uh, One we've talked a lot about, and this is a, a Buffalo Trace offering. Um, 10-year age statement, great bottle. Um, one of the reasons I really like this bottle is because the, um, in my experience, the typical bourbon is uh, sweet. It's got caramel it's got sugar it's got honey um it's a little woody um it's it's kind of on that spectrum of the flavor on on average right um eagle rare while having some of those also has a wide spectrum of other flavors um often when i drink it i get um a lot of fruity hints um, very specifically like a green apple flavor um it's got some good florally spice it's got the sweet like it's it's got almost absolutely everything that you could expect to get in in a bourbon like every flavor on the flavor wheel i feel like i can get that right and honestly you know if you're really good at tasting things you'd probably get that out of anything um but it's got a good great spectrum of flavor uh 35 bucks um for a 10 year right from i feel like it's a little bit easier to find now too a little bit yeah it's been getting there um and i don't know if that's a little bit about um no we're not i'm not gonna dive into that the the economics of bourbon we'll talk about that later that's a whole show topic yeah. we'll talk and about that's that later. when i need i need something stronger than 103 <laughs> proof for i need that. more prep time too yeah um but this that's probably i'd say so far my favorite bottle so i have a, I have a special gift for you Ooh, what is it okay um, Nate brought me a special Eagle Rare pick that I'm going to let you try, and I'll let you sample some of my Eagle Rare, and we'll compare them. We're not doing it today. Okay. Because we have some other bourbons I'd like you to try, too, that I, I got. But this is my Enjoy Your Baby thing that i didn't purchase but i want i want to share it with you because i i knew that i knew how much you loved eagle rare so i'm so excited yeah so that this will be coming soon for those of you who can't see my smile i'm smiling real big and this is the only time i've ever seen you smile it's kind of creepy <laughs> well that's fun can't wait to talk about that yeah. so eagle rare honestly you see it buy it try it it's it's great it's so funny some of the, and i'm I didn't mean to cut you off again. Just but, do it. Just okay. do it. <laughs> Some of the people in the bourbon community now are moving away from Eagle Rare. Are they? Yeah. Um, and I just, I can't. It's so good. It's so good. It's my <laughs> first, it was my first bottle of bourbon that I bought that I knew something about. If that makes sense. It does. Yeah. Okay, move on. Cause Eagle Rare. This Bye. is fun. So next... Um, Makers 46. Uh, this is on my list, one, because I loved their distillery. It's it's so cool. It's so neat. If you yeah. get a chance, go there. If you ever want to go out of your way to take a trip to tour a distillery, do it there. Um, I love it. Everyone in my family that has gone to see it has loved it. Um, 
my brother-in-law actually my my wife's brother i was brother. hoping can we can we say yeah yeah it's so it's there. um my wife's brother is engaged they all know who it is yeah guy scotch, scotch guy. guy scotch guy i forgot scotch guy he um he planned a little trip down there um because his um one of their sisters and her husband lives down there so they planned a little trip to visit them and go tour the distillery and um surprised his girlfriend by proposing there at the end of their tour and they had a um, photographer at maker's mark take pictures and go around the distillery which i was super jealous of. that's like, so cool i want to propose again it's so neat yeah um they got their own bottle of private select um, you think we could convince our wives to just go and just take back their wedding rings <laughs> and just do it there i feel like that'll lead to more money being spent by them or us because we'll be buying private select bottles maybe Anyway, okay. um, great distiller. I'm not going to talk more about it. Uh, but We've 40, talked about it plenty enough. Yeah. Um, also because Maker's Mark was my first bourbon, the first one that I really liked tasting. I'm like, okay, I, I can see why people like this. I really piqued my interest um, in 46 just because it's a really um, interesting story on how they developed it, how it's made. Uh, it's got some great flavors. Um, really sweet, really desserty. Uh Great for the price. Uh, we've been able, at least around here, to find it for just over $30. Yeah. Um, which is just amazing. I actually just bought a bottle this weekend of it. Yeah. I decided to go old school um, and just get another bottle of it. My wife loves it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one that I would um, try and keep stocked somewhat. Yeah. I wouldn't go out immediately and buy because it it's a little pricier. I'm, I'm just poor right now. When I'm less poor, that's definitely one that I will have on a regular basis. I don't know. It's it's one I enjoy. I think I just keep a bottle and just keep it reflect. Like you know, I could buy a bottle every couple months. It's not one I need to keep regular. You wouldn't drink too often. I'd rather get a private select. That makes sense of it. That makes sense. And try the different variations of the private select. Well, some of that too, I think, is our our position on our our bourbon journey, where we're starting to dive deeper into the more. Um, unique yeah uh, unique uni- unique new york yeah those yes so makers 46 my final pick is something that we've talked to death about is henry mckenna bottled and bond um this is a really neat bottle which all of this i've said before but i will say again because it's bottled and bond so another bottled and bond i love bottled and bond because of everything that goes into it very high quality um bourbon whiskey alcohol beverage it is a 10-year which is one of i don't don't think it's the oldest bottom bonnet but it's one of the oldest age-stated bottom bonds i think on the market for 30 dollars it's really good Mm -hmm. really really good Um, it's bourbon like if you i actually Nate tried it for the first time because of our recommendation to try it. Okay. What did and you he think? he said it was delicious. Good. I mean, like, I feel like if you're going to say what is bourbon, that's bourbon. That's what you'd give him? Yeah. That makes sense. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Really good. Um, great. Great. I'm not going to go listen to our Bottled and Bond episode to hear me talk about it more. So I'll leave it there. Those are my my five favorite for the year. I think um, Lucas little... needs to buy us another bottle of it. I think he does. I think we finished off his last bottle. Yeah, it's gone. I don't see it anymore. Maybe I will go. We'll see. 
<laughs> Maybe I'll go get one. Maybe. So let's hear your list. So my list of bourbons this year. Um, when you wrote your list, I tried to not pick the same ones because that would make for boring podcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first one I'm going to start with is the Heaven Hill Green Label. You just tried your Belmead. Yeah. Is that? I thought you poured the other one. No, this is the Belmead. Oh, man. I was not paying attention when you poured that. Pay attention. This is good bourbon. That is so good. I know. It's so good. I usually don't interrupt you because you interrupt me enough for one show. But, man. Isn't that good? How would you even describe it? Like, I mean. And this is coming right off of the Elmer T. Lee, which was also really good right off the bat. Was did it taste like this when you opened the bottle? It had a little bit sweeter notes. I kind of feel like in the beginning, I feel like it's kind of interesting, mellowed with the air a little bit. I don't know if I'm right in saying that, but that's kind of how I feel. I'm surprised you say that just because of how sweet it is to me right now. Right. It's definitely it has a little bit more of a bite than the Elmer T. Lee. Is it a high? It is a higher proof. You said it was one hundred three. Okay, yeah. so I I can taste that, um, but it's not bad. No. I've had some higher proof stuff with the bad bite. This is not a bad bite. And it comes with a really sweet... How would I describe that? I don't know. I'll have to, I'll have to taste it again. That was the first it's sip. so good. It's just... I love it. So, uh, where was I? Heaven Hill Green Label. Uh, six-year-old uh, bourbon. Only available in Kentucky, unfortunately. You were so kind enough to bring me back a bottle of it from You're your welcome. trip. Second trip to Kentucky mm-hmm. to visit Anna's sister. Um, I love it. I've actually rationed it because I don't know the next time I'll get a bottle of it. Um, but it's so good. I, it's it's delicious. I don't. I unfortunately don't remember tasting notes on what I thought of it because it's been a while since it I've has had been some. A um, probably should have broke it open before we did this, but that's okay. We'll just do it again later. Cool. So this is the six-year... Six-year green label. 90 proof. Yes. Yeah, honestly, if if this were sold in town, this would be my recommendation. Oh, yeah. If you've never had bourbon and you want to buy a bottle, go buy that one. Right. Or I'll go to Louisville and visit my sister-in-law. The price of it is so good. Right. I mean, like, it's just, it's delicious bourbon. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Heaven Hell does. Heaven Hell does McKenna... Does this one, does the Evan Williams, cheers, Heaven Hill, cheers. Thank you for what you do. Yes, we appreciate it. Um, I guess while you're enjoying it, my next pick will be the Bellmead Cast Strength. Um, I just love it. It's so good. Um, my wife got it for me for graduating with my master's. I tried a sample of it at Total Wine and More. I mean, you probably heard this in the last episode. I'm not going to get too much more into it, but it's just, it's so good. It's a delicious tenure. Um, I've heard there's higher proof ones out there. I'd like to try a higher proof because I think you'll get a little bit more, a little bit more flavor, but the flavor of this is incredible. This is amazing. Yes. I'm glad this, I poured this man, much. This, <laughs> this really is. Yeah. Man. I, I want a bottle of this. The first sip on it is very, I think it's hard. Um, it, it catches me in the throat. It gives me a good old Kentucky hug from mm-hmm. Nashville. Um, but it's so good. I love it. My next one. 
is a shocker. I was shocked that this made my list. The Four Roses Small Batch. <laughs> Y'all have heard my stories of how I went on a bad Four Roses tour. I mean, it's in our first couple of podcasts. Can we even call that a tour? No, it was just a sampling. It was terrible. Um, I bought a bottle just to try it, and I love it. Um, that was, I think, the first real bourbon hunting we did and we ended up with a bottle of four roses small batch which is like an easy bottle to get it is i think it was more the um there was nothing else through the nerve of us buying it after our first not good experience with it yeah um i love it it's so good um i kind of want to say four roses small batch slash yellow label because even though the yellow labels you know it's not as good as a small batch it's still fantastic. It is. I was surprised, too, because I've heard from admittedly not great sources that it was garbage. Um, but when we had it on our cocktail episode, I would believe, mm-hmm. I was very surprised at how good it was. Right. And for the price, I'd definitely get it. I would definitely get another one. It was great in cocktails. Um, I kind of want to dive into shot. the barrel picks now. The select or The... Uh, <clears throat> Single barrels. I was going to say, we need to try a single barrel first. That's the next step up. And get some of the yeast strands and try different ones. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's see. My next one, my fourth one, in no order, is the Elmer T. Or not the Elmer T. Lee. I just, I just, I keep seeing it in front of me. I'm so excited. <laughs> the E.H. Uh, e. Taylor um, small batch. And I'm going to throw the barrel proof in there. Because I've had a sample of the Barrel Proof. Unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to find a bottle of the Barrel Proof. And if I do find a bottle of the Barrel Proof, I'm not sharing it. um, (laughs) Because it's so good. The small batch, again, is amazing. We had that for the first Bourbon and Pie Night. Which, hopefully, is coming up in February. We'll have another Bourbon and Pie Night. Bourbon Pie Night 2. Just going to make it an annual thing. Revenge of the Bourbon Pie Night. Revenge of the Bourbon Pie Night. Hide again. That was the first, like, legit bottle of bourbon that I ever bought. Elaborate. So I bought a bottle of Eagle Rare, okay? This was, like, my first experience going to a store and buying... Because I bought my Eagle Rare from um, the distiller. Mm -hmm. I bought it from Buffalo Trace when we went. This was my first bottle of, like, finding something really good in the wild, Gotcha. To where there was a sign on that said one per customer. And if I would have been thinking and I would have known how good it was, I would have had my wife buy a bottle too because she was right there with me. <laughs> and I would have tried to convince her it was okay to spend $100 on bourbon. <laughs> I don't think I would have won. No, probably not. But it would have been worth it. Yes. So I am going to try and find another bottle of small batch. I went. We, You and I just went hunting, actually. We couldn't find it anywhere. We couldn't find it anywhere. We might just have to go back to the distillery. Yeah, I'm going to find it here. It's a little <laughs> bit cheaper. And, you know, we might be just be looking because it was after Christmas. It was when we finally had money. That's true. This might not be out there right then. We'll give it time. Yeah. It's the thrill this summer. The summer. I'll find a bottle. Um, I can't go on enough about it. I love it. It was my first truly enjoyable bottle that I found in the wild. My last one, and this is the one I'm going to have you try in a few minutes, uh, is the High West... Um, American Prairie Bourbon. I had never had a High West 
but I saw their amazing Christmas gifts they sent out, which was a amazing glass, like a it's kind of like a metal cup. I don't know how to describe it. You just did. So, okay. Um, was it amazing? It's it's so cool. It's the coolest Christmas gift I ever got. So I decided I need a reward, High West, because I signed up for their bourbon club, which I totally recommend you do, and you need to do tonight before you leave. Okay. Um, I decided I need to go buy a bottle of their stuff, and you and I were out hunting the other day, and we probably saw this bottle about four or five times at different stores we went. I didn't buy it. I went to one last place after I left your house, and I found it the cheapest I've ever seen it. Oh, really? Uh, I was like twenty five bucks. Oh, really? Um, and I was like, I need That's a it. Good price. Yes, just based on what we saw when we were. And hunting. I had never tried it, but I was like, you know, I almost w- like fifteen bucks. Yeah. Huh. I was like, I never tried any High West product. I was like, but I want to give them a chance. Like their Christmas gift was cool. Um, I love this bottle. It's almost gone. Um, you just bought it. I know. <laughs> Megan loves it too. Uh, she says it's it got is. a truly bourbon taste to it without a high burn it's just it's delicious um i need to give them another shout out too because i opened my mail today and they sent me a field journal notebook three decals or i'm sorry two decals um and i've got one on the beer fridge i put one on the computer here um i mean and it was free they sound like great people. They do. So I think we need to go out to Park City, Utah and go tour their distillery. That sounds cool. A quick note yes. on hunting. Uh, we've Bourbon talked hunting about or hunting hunting? Good point. Bourbon hunting, okay. specifically. We've, we've done it a couple of times. Twice. Literally a couple of times. And I think first, we've done it three times. Two times we've only had money. Okay. Fair. And I will say I, I recommend hunting. And by hunting, I mean just going to different stores. Whether or not you have a specific bottle in mind, just even just go. Even if you're not going to buy anything, go and see what stuff's priced at. Yeah. Because I have been very surprised at how differently different places price the same thing. Um most of the time, we're talking like three to five dollar difference, right? At, at the highest, but Which every I- now and again, you'll see a big jump, like oh, yeah. like you just described on this bottle. Um, when I bought my bottle of Woodford Double Oaked, believe it or not, I was at Target. Most of the stores, and I and I've seen it everywhere because I've always wanted to get a bottle since we've tried it at the distillery because I liked it so much. Usually around here I'll see it for forty five, fifty dollars. Forty five at the cheapest. I've seen it Sixty even. Yeah. It's it's pretty high price. It's a good bottle. And and honestly I'd say it's probably worth that. Yeah. Not on a regular basis, but it's probably worth that. We were at Target Christmas shopping and Target's kind of stepped up their whiskey game, their alcohol game. So Yeah. They've they, they have a sign for Eagle Rare at the Target by my house. Do they really? There is no Eagle Rare in that spot, <laughs> but they have a sign for it, and it's cheap. So I saw Woodford Double Oak there for $33. That's at least $12 cheaper than I saw it anywhere else at, at Target. Like, I was just looking for fun because I was bored because my wife was looking at clothes. And I'm like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go check out something else for $33. And fortunately, 
I have a wife that appreciates bourbon and loves Woodford Double Oak. She's like, we need to buy that. I'm like, yes, you, you're so right. We do. And we got it. So, you have a very smart wife. I, I do. So I say that to say, if you're out, if you're at a place that sells bourbon, check it out. Because you're never, you'll never know what kind of prices you'll you find. won't. I feel like Target's got a very good selection of just your basic bourbons. Your classic. Nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. Mm. But like, if you're just looking, that's actually where I got my bottle of uh, Maker's Forty Six because I had Target gift cards from students. Okay. I was like, what am I going to buy at Target? I got Rogue One. Good I didn't really choice. need anything else. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm buying some bourbon. What's a bourbon that, original bourbon that I wanted to try that I don't want to pay for because it's just, you know, it's bourbon. You, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I not, a, not a fancy bourbon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, that's why I need a 46. That's a good choice. So, that's our list of bourbons. So, we've done beer, we've done bourbon. Do you have anything for barbecue? Like, I mean, I know you said you're a smoker, but mm-hmm. anything that stands out to you in the year of review for barbecue? Not more than I already said, just discovering what a wide world it actually is. Yeah. Um, and really, it's just been the discovery. I've not really had a chance to dive much more into that. Um, to be specific, I will say once again, Brad's Beef Ribs. Oh, yeah. Amazing. I want them again. Oh, yeah. So I think my one barbecue thing that kind of stands out to me from this year is I went with a friend of mine, um, Russ, to a place here in St. Louis called the Stellar Hog, and I had a brisket sandwich that was amazing. Hmm. And I don't know, just brisket to me is sexy barbecue so let's talk about brisket for a second let's talk about brisket real quick then we're gonna take a break so my thoughts on brisket okay when i grew up and this is probably part of the um let's say speed bump that i had to get over when it comes to barbecue is growing up my mom would make what she would call brisket uh for dinner which i think now is actually just corned beef corned beef brisket it's probably roast beef it, I have no idea, honestly, what it was, but it was not good. You think she'll make it for us? And we can I hope try not. it compared to real brisket? Whatever it was, it was not good. But that, in my head, has always been brisket. So even this last year, when we've gone to places like Sugar Fire, I always steered clear of brisket because it just had a bad connotation in my head. But that, apparently, I was, I was so wrong. I've never been more wrong about something. Yeah, I mean... There's so much good brisket out there. Um, there's so much good barbecue out there, too. I think there's so many good places that have good barbecue. Um, I think we've only scratched the surface of barbecue. Oh, yeah. For sure. I think 2017 for the podcast was the year of bourbon, mm-hmm. even though it was only like not even half a year. S- yeah. Still, that was the year of bourbon. Yeah, I think 2018 will be the year of barbecue. I agree. I think it will be. Um, and I think that's a great segue into what is our goals for 2018. But we're going to take a quick break real quick. Uh, a quick break real quick. And we'll come back in a second with our goals for 2018. 
when it comes to sauced on beer, bourbon, and barbecue. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you're interested in seeing what beer, bourbon, and barbecue was up to before we started a podcast, you can see all the exciting adventures on Instagram at beer underscore bourbon underscore BBQ. Make sure you subscribe to stay up to date on the show and our adventures outside of podcasting. Be sure to check out our cool shirts and stickers available on our website, shopbeerbourbonbbq.com. And we're back after quite a uh, long, extensive break. For you all, it probably seemed like 30, 40 seconds. But for us, it was almost an hour. Hopefully not even that long. Yeah, I hope not. But What a long, ridiculous break for listening. Yeah, so... It was like an hour to us. Um, it felt that, like that. Felt an hour. We, I think we indulged a little too much in the bell meat. It happens. It was so good, though. <laughs> it was really good. It is sixty dollars. I'd pay that. I'd pay for that. Guess what I just did again? Opened up photos on my computer. Why don't you have open what you need? I don't know. Okay, so we've talked about 2017. What is our goals for 2018? Alex, would you like to get us started? I'll do my best. Okay. So, specifically. First of all, we are enjoying the High West um, American Prairie Bourbon. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. So, yeah, before we jump into our goals. Before we jump into that. So, I will say, the more I've experienced drinking bourbon the more I can tell how other things that I've had to eat or drink affect any given bourbon tasting. So that being said, as I smell this High West bourbon, I'm getting a really salty aroma, which reminds me of scotch. That being said, I've had a lot of pretzels to eat, <laughs> and I don't know if that's affecting my nose. I think it is. It, it probably is. That being said, it it smells a little younger than what we've had before, and it probably is. It does. Is there an age statement that you're aware of? On the pretzels or the bourbon? Both. Um, on the bourbon, I do not believe there is. Pretzels? I bought them last week. Okay. So we've got one-week pretzels versus probably at least a two-year-old bourbon. Yes. Actually, two-week pretzels. Judging by the color, I'd say this is two to three years, um, but that's based off very little, so whatever. Um, smell reminds me a little bit of scotch, the mm-hmm. scotches I've had of late, which I haven't had many. So that being said, it tastes very good. It's really sweet. It does not taste how it smells, which is interesting. It's another fascinating thing about whiskey. Um, I like it. I really like it. Um, it was a, a it was a bourbon that. I had heard about that I wanted to try. Um, it it's so good though. Like it's just it's it's smooth. Um, I just I can't I can't put into words how I feel about it. Clearly, and I don't know if that's just because I've had way too much to drink tonight with that massive pour of Belmede. Or just the fact that it's just good. I like. I really enjoy it. Um, I think this is probably going to be one that I'm going to continue to get occasionally throughout the year. 
um, just because I really have enjoyed it, like I said. Um, so I did find something for you, Alex, on the blend of it, because it's a blend whiskey. Um, the whiskeys range anywhere from 2 to 13 years. And it's a straight bourbon whiskey, 75% corn, 21% rye, 4% barley from MGP. So... So I was kind of right on with the age. Yeah. I love this, though. It's it's good for the age. Mm-hmm. I've had stuff this age that does not taste as good. I agree. Um, I'm just looking at just some of the sensory notes. Light, caramely, sweet, vanilla, nose, uh, taste, rich, earthy on the palate. Candy corn, flavored candy corn. I definitely get that. Okay, yeah. And I think that's why I like it. I don't get the earthy. Honey, nougat, sweet corn bread biscuits and then the vanilla or i'm sorry the finish is a vanilla with a hint of caramel apple okay let's talk about this for a second okay real quick because we've got it we do have to finish this up i'm not by any means an expert yeah i'm tasting whiskey or honestly tasting anything at all i've never ever once ever tasted anything and said that tastes like bread biscuits I don't even, know what bread biscuits are. Even bread biscuits. I mean, like, when I think biscuits, I think, like, biscuits. Like, biscuits and bacon and eggs. I'm thinking Pillsbury, like, fluffy. Grands. I've never had anything to drink that makes me think I am drinking a biscuit. I think it's referring to, like, English biscuits. Sometimes like they cookies. just say stuff that I feel like they're just saying stuff to say stuff. To make it sound fancy? I guess so. I like this, though. It's good. Okay. Let's jump back into where we were originally going. Um, I feel like you haven't drank in like three weeks, and I haven't drank in a week and a half. Yeah. All right. So 2018 goals. What's your 2018 goals? Um, get sober. Get sober. <laughs> um, as far as at least having to do with beer, bourbon, and barbecue... One thing specifically, very specifically, that I want to do is um, learn how to smoke beef ribs. Okay. Like I've said, Brad's beef ribs. Yeah. Very good. Um, from what I've read, it's pretty straightforward. You just got to do it. You got to learn your smoker. Um, it's a very straightforward uh, pepper and salt rub if you've got good wood. That's changed my outlook on barbecue, the salt and pepper rub. I feel like I am going more towards that each time I've done some barbecue lately. Away from what? Uh, The sweeter, brown sugar, honey style rubs. I'm feeling like I'm going a little bit more with a just a pepper, salt, maybe a little bit garlic. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, to be fair, all I've really read and researched is Aaron Franklin style, which yeah. he admits is a um, Central Texas style, a um, Czech and German um, style, descendant from that, which is just very straightforward, yeah. salt, pepper, let's let the meat speak for itself style of barbecue, which, again, <clears throat> barbecue like bourbon, there's so many different ways to do it, and there's so many different ways to enjoy it. You can't say one way is better or best or right or wrong i think it just depends on whoever's eating it mm-hmm. i think the phrase and i keep seeing it again through another enjoy it the way you enjoy it exactly that being said the way i've enjoyed this so far has been a very straightforward salt pepper mix so i want to learn how to do that 
Um, I want to learn my smoker. Even though it's cheap, I think I can make it work really well. And I'm excited to try that out. So I'm excited to experiment with that. So follow me on Instagram. I'll be trying that out. Um, I'm going to piggyback off of you, even though you haven't said it. Well, then why don't I just say it real quick? Okay, go for it. My goal for 2018 is to brew my own beer. Okay, that's one of your goals. Yes. And that's one I'm going to piggyback off of. I really want you trying beer. (laughs) You doing okay over there? I really want to try it. (laughs) (laughs) This is making for great podcasting. Is it? Or should Lucas just edit this? No. I think Lucas needs to leave it in here. I really want to brew my own beer. Yeah. I've wanted to do that for a long time. Like you've said before, we even talked about starting our own brewery. It's probably not going to happen for a while. No, it's never going to happen. It's probably not going to happen. It's never going to happen. I'm not going to say that. Okay. It's never going to (laughs) happen. I want to give it a shot of brewing my own beer and just seeing what that experience is like yeah um and honestly what i'm most excited about is really to start to interact and meet more people in this community a lot of the people that have reached out to you kevin um and reached out to us as a podcast and as a group um this is what we really wanted uh, when we set out to do this which which was just to uh, meet other people like us that love this stuff as much as we did and learn from them, see what they like, see what they don't like, um, and just experience this stuff together. Um, so I'm really excited to do more of that in this coming year. Yeah, I mean, I agree 100% with that. I think a lot of what I, my goals are for 2018 are just going to kind of piggyback on you. Um, my goal is to do a brisket. I've said uh, at least nine times, I feel like, Throughout this year, I want to do a brisket, and I chicken out every single time I try and do one. It's or a I big even think task. Of, yeah, I, it, it's so expensive, and it's so time-consuming. At least and, 10 hours, probably. Yeah, that I don't want to screw it up. Um, I think I need to – I'm hopefully in the next few weeks, weeks as soon as spring hits, going to get a new smoker um, to do it with. Um, I'm going to try and convince Brad to come over and help me do it. E- even just to get started, I think is the big thing. Um, yeah, I think that's my goal for 2018. That's my main goal. Goal number two, like I said earlier, brew some beer. I've got all the stuff to do it. I've got a simple brew your own kit kind of thing um, that I got for Christmas about, I don't even know how long ago. I don't even know if the yeast is still good in it. Um, but... I'll make it work. Um, My third goal for 2018 is I want to do a whole hog trip. Um, I just finished a book a couple weeks ago about uh, some barbecue joints that do whole hog barbecue. Um, Carolinas, Virginia, West Virginia, um, Georgia, and I really want to go get some whole hog barbecue. What is a whole hog barbecue? So whole hog barbecue is where they take a whole pig and they smoke it. Um, uh, I mean, it's just the idea of it fascinates me. I would love to at some point in time do my own whole hog. It's going to take hours. It will take like 24 hours to do. So I'd have to do it in the summer. Mm-hmm. It's expensive. It's like a hundred and something bucks to do. It's probably more than a hundred bucks. Probably. 
but I would love to do it. I'd love to have people over and just smoke a whole hog and just sit out and do that. My final goal for 2018 is just to continue to meet and just in, connect with people either in the Instagram community, with the beer, bourbon, barbecue community, those three things. I mean, that's the big thing I want to do. Um, I've already got some cool people I've connected with just this year, the last two weeks. Um, hopefully we're going to get on in a few weeks. We've got to, we've got to sit down and plan all that. Um, but I'm just, I'm really excited about what 2018 has to offer and just making connections and all that. I think 2017 was good. And you know what I just thought about? One thing we didn't mention for 2017 that we're happy we started? Yeah. This podcast. I think you mentioned that. Did I? But let's talk about it more. Okay. This has been awesome. It has been. I mean, I I would never have thought people would actually listen to this. It definitely broke my expectations. Yeah. I thought maybe three people would listen to it. And those three people would be you, me, and Lucas. Maybe our wives. Maybe our wives. But they probably got tired of us, you know. Um, But I can't thank you guys enough for listening to us ramble on. Um, Hopefully you enjoy what you're listening to. Um, Hopefully you'll continue listening to us. Um, We don't know everything, but we love learning about it. We love connecting with people. We love putting those three things together. Beer, bourbon, barbecue. I mean, Mm -hmm. we've always loved that. So. We can't give a big enough thank you to everyone who's listened, um, everybody we've connected with. Thank you. Uh, we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for you guys. Um, sharing your knowledge, sharing your love of those three things. So normally we do a pick of the week. Can you do a pick of the year real quick? Are you capable of doing that? No. No? I'm going to make you do it anyways. I'll go first, though. I'll give you time to think about it. And my pick of the year is something that didn't even happen this 2017. It happened tonight. That bottle of Elmer Tilly is incredible. And you can't go on enough about it. We open the show with it. We're going to close the show with it. Alex, what is your pick of the year? <clears throat> You've had some time to think about it. That's tough. I know. It's, it's a, a tough year. question. I mean, it's it's a hard question. Since it's so hard, I'm going to be a little vague. Okay. And honestly, just say that bourbon is my pick of the year. With how much that I've learned about it this year, I'm dived into the community. And it's been such a um, a learning experience for me. And I don't say that to be cliche. I, I honestly mean that. Um, as someone who used to be just totally uninterested in, in alcohol, the beverages in general, or the people who drank them. Mm-hmm. Um, you were against it in the beginning. Oh, for sure. So it's so funny to see how much you've changed. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. Um, but it really is just because it's so much more than alcohol. Honestly, it has very little to do with alcohol. Um, it's part of it, and it's interesting and it's fun. Um, but it's just the the flavors and the aromas and the experience and the people it's so much more than that. Yeah. Um, so in, it's in a some culture. ways, it's a culture, it's the community, it's the experience, it's the journey. Um, and I'm excited to 
to take more of that. Yeah. I think it's a great way to end 2017, mm-hmm. even though 2017 ended weeks ago. It's only one week. Well, by the time this airs. Who knows when weeks. this airs? Yeah. So thank you to all of our listeners. Um, we truly appreciate you listening to us ramble. We appreciate you putting up with our nonsense and hope you've enjoyed our show so far. Um, if you wouldn't mind sharing it with your friends, we would greatly appreciate that. Um, if you want to connect with us, you can email us at hello at shopbeerbourbonbarbecue.com. Um, we have an amazing website, uh, www.shopbeerbourbonbarbecue.com for t-shirts. Um, next few weeks, there's going to be some more shirts coming out. Um, check them out. It kind of helps us, uh, fund this journey. If you buy shirts, I use it all that money to either help us buy new audio equipment or bourbon or beer. Or barbecue. Or barbecue. Um, but yeah, uh, check it out. We'd love for you to enjoy one of our shirts. They're, they're pretty awesome. They're very comfortable. They are. Um, it's them. probably some of my favorite shirts that I own. And I'm not just saying that. Yeah, I'm not saying that either. Like, I've slept in it several times. Like if I could buy these shirts, I would buy these shirts. <laughs> and I have bought these shirts. Um, so again, thank you to everybody who's listened to this. Mm-hmm. Alex, if people want to get in touch with you, how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, check me out on Instagram at the.alex.experiment. Send me a message, like my stuff, let me know. Um, that's where I'm at. Yeah, and I am Kevin. You can find me at shop... Uh, not at shop. That's our website. I just... I don't know. It's fine. I am Kevin. You can find <laughs> me at beer underscore bourbon underscore barbecue um i'd love to connect with you alex would love to connect with you lucas would love to connect with you as well his is at lucas ellers um you can connect with him as well um but yeah we'd love to connect with you if you've got something interesting that you'd love to share on our show we'd love to have you um like we said 2018 is going to be the year of the guest even though we're going to talk about barbecue a lot but (laughs) it's going to be the year of the guest we're going to get some pretty awesome people on so thank you again we can't say thank you enough um we appreciate you listening to us and don't forget to stay sauced on beer bourbon and barbecue pour a glass of wine been spilling drinks all night you and me last of our kind oh it's got me thinking i would do anything for you yeah you got me telling secrets that nobody knows And you said you never wanted to be depending on anybody Just you and yourself with no one's help But tell me does it ever get lonely And I know it's hard for you, but time will prove me right Oh, when everybody turns away No, you always can depend on me Stop the tape and press rewind Look into your open eyes Oh, it's got me thinking we're only right And the future's so right with you And I never wanna know that time when 
Yeah. 